All right. Well, thank you so much. Today we have got Chris Benetti joining us at the Coaches Collective. And today, you know, one of the things, Chris is uh, an expert in all things kind of websites, membership sites. Um, Chris, you'll do a way better job than me of explaining all the, the cool things that you do. But obviously been working uh, with Chris and I know that uh, you were actually chatting a bit off air, but you'd done some work with someone else who's been on our podcast and, and I work closely with, which is a guy called Kim Barrett from Your Social Voice. So, mate, tell us just a, a super quick little bit of like your journey, because obviously you worked within a marketing agency and you've been able to go off and then really big grow your business. So tell me just a little bit about your background, mate. Yeah, so ultimately I um, actually came from the iron ore mining industry and um, I went and did a full apprenticeship and became a tradesman in that space. And ultimately just that, you know, got to a point where I didn't love it. I was just like, what else is there? What's something better for me? Um, I've always wanted to build my own thing and be very successfully finan successful financially and you know with my lifestyle and things like that. And so that just led me to trying to find options. Um, and for the year that I was a tradesman in that industry, I just read books like crazy. At, at the end of my career, um, I kind of had become pretty well known around not well known, but like well clued in on the internet marketing space in general by listening to podcasts and, and reading books and you know, taking a couple of memberships and, and things like that. I ended up leaving that industry, getting fired and actually <laughs> finding a, um, a marketing agency, Kim Barrett's. And I applied to be an intern for Kim. That kind of just led me into the space of like, I understood a lot of the baseline education stuff. That was my opportunity to sort of step in and become familiar with the technical side of things. And so I just showed up and work, I worked for free for like a few months full time. And then I um, transitioned into becoming a team member with them. Um, and I was able to really rapidly grow my expertise and my skill set within that company. Um, and to the point where after just eight months of being a paid employee, I was actually invited to the ClickFunnels headquarters, which ClickFunnels is you know, the biggest funnel software in the marketing space. And, um, I actually came out of that journey and trip as the number one funnel designer in the Southern Hemisphere, which is pretty cool. In just eight months, I came from like, it was like nothing to being almost like a rock star. About six months after that, I ended up starting my own funnel agency and, and sort of moving on from the team with Kim. At that point, I started working just with like some of the biggest internet marketers in the space. Everyone in Russell's in a circle, essentially. Um, I've just had a, a really awesome career with my own marketing agency and I've been able to work with kind of just all of the big names in the internet marketing space. Most of you probably won't know who those people are, so I won't try and name names, but um, in the space that they work in, like they're all really well known and respected. That's a really cool accomplishment in general. Yeah, so safe to say you're kind of a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> Russell Brunson, um, obviously ClickFunnels, just it's been insane watching it over the last six, seven years that I've been in the space. Like I think when we started, I remember, so I think for many people as well, like marketing and obviously then how you've been able to kind of get into where you are today. Um, it's just evolved so much. I know when I started, I worked with a guy and honestly, someone like looking and tweaking my funnel and the color and the fun, the font and where it was stopping. Like, but it was so like, I don't know, like early stages. I think everyone was just trying to work it out. And I was just like, honestly, I don't care. Like, just help me get leads, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. like, um, which brings us obviously to, to today and where I feel like you can add a lot of value for coaches that we work with. Because um, I know that 
obviously for many um, PTs, they think that say a website blow up their lead gen and they'll get all the leads if they miraculously have a website. That's maybe in case true, um, but it but it also isn't. Um, I know that I've been kind of told like a website is really like a business card. Like people love to have a sticky beak at you and learn a little bit more. But obviously there's a lot of things that we can do that can drive leads and drive traffic and things. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to digging today. So just kind of on that, like, I mean, I think we were talking off air, but like the difference between obviously your specialty with landing pages, funnels versus websites. Do we want to kind of maybe start there and know what like the difference is? Yeah, absolutely. Um, at the end of the day, like there's, there's websites, there's funnels. You can kind of say that they're different. They kind of both serve a different purpose in general. Um, when we when we think about a website, the, the analogy that Mark gave there was that it's similar to a business card. And I would say, you know, for the most part, that's true. It's, it's really a branding play. It's more of like, um, here's our brand. This is everything that we can, this is our website. And this is how we, you know, can kind of display it to the world in general. Websites do have other benefit beyond that. Um, websites are able to rank in Google. So if someone searches fitness and you're in the area and you have, you know, the right keywords, which basically mean content on your website, then you may have an opportunity to rank in Google for a search like that. And so there's additional benefits beyond direct marketing purposes um, mm. that a website does hold. Um, website, you, you know, obviously you can create blog posts and things like that. And again, this does tie into your rankability and searchability with Google. So there are some benefits to it. The real downfall to a website is that, again, it's, it's, it's more of like, this is our brand and this is everything that we have. It's not very direct. It doesn't actually drive people through a direct process, whether it be a lead generation process or a sales process. It's just, here's what we got. You know, it's very general. Um, and so that's the like the main difference between a website versus a funnel. A funnel, you know, as the name implies, you're directing people down a very specific path. You know, mm. after this step, they're going to take this step. And after this step, they're going to take this step. And when we say funnel, it doesn't always mean like a series of pages. A funnel might start on a page, but then it might go into an email sequence and then go to another page. It's just a direct, it's the general term for funnel is just a direct process or way that you're gonna take your leads or your, you know, your customers or clients through a specific journey that mm. you control. A website, it's general. There's everything and every, anything and everything. A funnel, it's specific and you can con control the flow and the experience and the pathway that the customer goes through essentially yeah so for, i guess for a lot of these guys and that was was that hand, handy guys like understanding the difference because obviously if you've been down this world there's a few guys have been around for a while they, they totally understand what we're talking about i guess as a, a kind of i guess a starting place like what kind of makes sense for these guys that are kind of starting out there so most of the guys that come to us they're quite busy like even thinking about a website they've got the money to invest in that maybe they're thinking about obviously their lead gen like if you're thinking about what the outcome is and what they're looking to achieve what's the best like starting point like is it like that one page kind of funnel where, where do you suggest a lot of these guys start yeah i would say you know generally speaking it's good to have a domain and something tied to your brand initially it doesn't necessarily have to be a full-blown website no way does it have to be a full-blown website the way that i generally will suggest people start out is create a landing page or one page for like the home of your brand to begin with and just have a direct call to action on there. You wanna drive, again, someone through a specific process 
um, you don't need to create a whole website with you know all the other pages and about and and stuff like that. Necessarily, people won't always check that out when they're first discovering your brand. My thoughts on this are generally create a page that gives a lot of good information about your company, give them a specific offer, take them through a specific sales or lead generation process. It may just be around what you guys do, what you help people with, and then you know just telling them about your specific offer that you have going on right now, and then give them a, a call to action, drive them into either registering for a session with you, uh, booking a call, um, you know, joining a challenge, anything like that that's very specific to what you want them the action that you want them to take don't you don't need to overcomplicate this um this one pager by the way like you can go and add your branding to it so you still have a somewhat of a branding play in in, in motion here um but these one pages aren't necessarily going to rank on google or anything like that this is just your way to initially put yourself out there um with as little effort as possible with the idea and the concept of generating leads or sales for your business very early rather than throwing a ton of stuff out on a website and just hoping that you know it's all going to kind of work yeah and, and this this is why i always come back to these guys what's the strategy behind it you know like i think every time you work with a specialist like but what's the outcome and if you keep thinking about what's the outcome for it um yeah like it's important that these guys know like that driving people to a website is more like an action thing for people in their marketing so if they're doing say a lot of organic it's what's the lead up how do we build the brand how do we get them to understand your tone of voice and then drive people towards them taking action so they jump onto a, a page or whatever they're booking in your diary you know, there's some systems in there and i think it's always been explained to me from kim it's like yeah cool like even when we go through marketing with kim it's like let's just start with this let's just test this let's trial it and let's start ghetto, you know, with the systems and then let's build it up as we test it, we validate it. So I really like that you build into these things and it's important for these guys to not get into too far over their head. I think that's a great kind of starting point. So, I mean, on terms, you talked about like it being an asset for your brand um, the other day versus like it being like a lead generation tool. So how do we best make this? Because I think what we're talking about is how do we make it a better lead gen tool? For these guys, now that we know where we start, what would be the next step? the the next step essentially is like it, it's totally up to you and your numbers and or goals so like the idea here is that like let's build a business to some extent using a simple process you know regarding websites or and or funnels um to begin with that's what that kind of one pager thing is about the the next step would be like determining you know what's what's the results that you're expecting from this and when is it time to upgrade um when it is time to upgrade and again that's a business by business sort of case yeah um then i would suggest like okay let's now build a website not just the general website like let's have a website funnel in place and what i mean by that is you you kind of combine the two so we have the benefits of a website you know rankability um searchability all of that but every single call to action on the website still directs them through a specific process. And so like, it depends on if you have multiple offers, but at this stage, I would suggest like, keep the same offer going, just expand on it. So you've got like the full brand website kind of thing developed, but we're still driving towards the specific outcomes that we want people to take with us. You know, we're still trying to get them on our calendar. We're still trying to 
you know, get leads and, and make sales uh, from these people. Um, so we're still driving them through a specific process, but it's kind of disguised behind a website, essentially. Cool. Well, I mean, for the guys that are here today and anyone who's obviously watching this back, um, this is the kind of value that I want to bring for them. So I know that you've got in your chat box, I really want to go through like a bit of a live demo because I imagine that what we're about to look at is probably going to be very similar to what we see a lot of the time. Um, by the way, Marat, mate, if you want to also plug your uh, website in the link um, or T or any of you guys that actually have one, um, plug your in the comments and we'll have a look at this later. But this would be awesome just to kind of break this down and then come away. Obviously, if you guys, Michael and Tanya, if you have questions, please plug it in the in the chat section or we can get you to come off. How are you going there, mate? Have you got that link ready to yep. go? Yep. I've got the link. Is this screen size good? Yeah, it looks good on my end. Yep. Cool. Yeah, so this is a website from UAF. I haven't looked at this yet, so <laughs> uh, bear with me. I would love to know from you guys, Michael and I'm Tanya, sure, Tanya um, how this is you know performing for you guys if you if you do get leads through etc. Um, generally speaking, you're doing a, a, a lot of good things here. Um, I personally am not a big fan of the video headers. I think that they have some negatives to them. I generally think that it's a little bit busy when someone visits this page. The other negatives as well is that the website has to load this video in order to play it. And the way that Google actually ranks pages is by how fast they load as well. So it's important whenever we create any web assets being funnels, websites, etc., that we make sure that we are trying to optimize them for load speed so that Google can ensure that its, its customers essentially gets, um, gets good content delivered to them. If something takes ages to load, Google's not gonna feel incentivized to promote this to their visitors essentially. So that's just one thing to consider. Um, I generally like it. You've, you know, you've got like a lot of the workouts going on. I think it's cool. It, you know, obviously shows the space and and that. But this kind of thing can also be kind of achieved with a simple sliding gallery as well and things like that. So just something to consider. Um, the the most important sort of flow of a website is the way that it's designed and um, the theory of like what stands out the most to a customer. And so it's important that everything that we want the customer or the visitor to be drawn to is actually emphasized on the page. So in this example, we've got this button. This should be like real standout on the page. Right now it's black and it kind of just blends in with the other elements. Um, what I would consider is making it fully green like this up here and then making the menu items more subtle. We don't need this like to be a big green highlight for the menu items that's probably better reserved for the actual call to actions on the page so the buttons on the page and then i would go ahead and follow up and make sure that all the buttons are the same color and consistent throughout the whole website so that you're teaching people that hey if you need to click somewhere this is what it looks like and this is how it functions essentially um, generally speaking when someone you know visits this page uh, rather than this log on button here being the first thing that someone sees and I'm not sure like I'm sure you have a ton of members who utilize this 
Um, but a button up here is like usually the optimal position to put like a call to action for, you know, your Feb fling or, or whatever, like whatever you're promoting right now, that's generally the best place to put it because it's, it's right in the line of sight and it's very easily uh, accessible. So that's, that's my like initial thoughts from just like the top of the fold kind of area. Um, I would be interested to see how this also looks on mobile because that's a big thing. So I've just loaded mobile up and let me just reload it because it might just be... Yeah, so this looks pretty good on mobile in general. It's well optimized. Um, but if this was a nice gr bright green button, like that would stand out so much more than what it currently is because it kind of just looks like it's a part of text, a bit of text or something on the page. Um, you could potentially also build a button that's like outside of this menu here that could also be something that draws a lot of attention. Um, I would just speak to your developer about that. I guess whilst we're going through this as well, um, that is an awesome start so far. Guys, if you had specific questions, please, now's your time. We don't have a developer, the developer is me and I'm a serious beginner at all of this. So uh, I appreciate the feedback. I really love what you said about the call to action, having that where the locking button is. I think I didn't even think of that. That's a great idea. And when I visit websites, that's where I'm looking anyway. Yeah. I didn't think yeah. about it like that. Um, one thing I wanted to ask with the video, I get that and I agree. So what I'll do is I'll remove it. Now, would you recommend like a sliding gallery, like you said, or would a still picture on let's say a parallax, whatever you call it. You know how when you scroll down the picture kind of moves with it. What would, what would be the optimal thing to put there to make it catchy? but still like optimize the functionality of the website. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, a, a slider won't take too much resources from loading the page. Um, ultimately, you know, there is some scripting there that needs to load, scripting something to consider. Um, but generally speaking, the images themselves are the thing that it will have to load. So as long as your images are like compressed and optimized, the file size isn't too big when you upload them to, I believe this is WordPress. It, Potentially might not be, um, but when Wix. you upload them, Wix. Yeah. Yeah. Very noob. <laughs> Ultimately, you can use a tool like this, uh, Short Pixel, online image compression. You can upload your images into here, and this will actually compress them. Um, if it if you don't get a good file size from the compression, what I usually aim for for images is 100 kilobytes or 0.1 megabytes. Um, if you if you can't achieve that then you may need to actually resize the dimensions of the image. Usually with photos, you have massive dimensions like 6,000 pixels by you know, 4,000 pixels or something. Um, if you resize that, you really only need about 1280 or maybe 1920, like a 1080 kind of, if you search 1080p dimensions, you yeah. kind of only need around 1080p dimensions to load something on a website efficiently. So just try and bring the size of the image down and then compress it through a platform like this and then upload it. And then that will actually save a ton of loading time, um, like way more than a video. A video is quite resource heavy to load on a page. Um, so that's definitely something to consider. And I saw that you had some testimonials below as well. I'll leave yeah. some feedback on those shortly um, also. But let me go ahead and put this in the chat for everyone here. Thank you. So uh, yeah, I would just move this login to like the main menu as like another link and then put a button there instead. And that's probably the, the more optimal menu layout. 
So the buttons aren't going to be consistent. We're still changing everything. We are, um, our offer is evolving. So once okay. that's all done, that button will say exactly the same thing. So yeah. I don't know if it's better to word that offer in different ways down the page or to have that one button the same all through the page. Like, do you know what I mean? So yeah. like sign up, sign up, sign up, or sign up here or try four weeks or this or that. So rephrase it. So that way it looks different when they're scrolling through and yeah. you know, widen it. Yeah, that's, that's a fantastic question. Um, generally speaking, uh, I like to have consistent call to actions personally. Um, that's more so with like landing pages, sales pages uh, kind of thing. Um, what you can do is build context in the content before the button and then have the buttons have the same call to action text. So, you know, sign up with no lock, locking contract um, is a pretty good one. Like you can make this kind of like result based or like first person uh, language so like yes i want to xyz you know or like yes i want better results yes i want this yes i want that um and then you can have like sign up now with no lock-in contract as like the secondary text on the button or even below the button um okay. as an example and i feel like that would just be a better setup because it's like it's first person and then they're also getting the double benefit of like, you know, there's no locking contracts, you know, it's it's no obligation essentially, yep. um, which, you know, takes a lot of ease off of many visitors. Anything else like that is um, relevant to the offer can be kind of built up in the text surrounding it or the content surrounding it um, as an example here. So, I mean, th th these kind of sections are great. I generally like to add in after the main hero section, I like to add in um, either authority pieces and or potentially testimonial based stuff as well. So I know you've got like a lot of testimonials below, lower in the page. Um, if you've helped someone get like massive results, you know, weight loss or you know, whatever health related, obviously everyone here is in that space, then it's, it's potentially worth having just quotes, like even three quotes here under this section that says like, you know, Jenny was able to resist, uh, you know, lose XYZ kilograms in just, uh, you know, three weeks or something like that. And then you can put that in there and you can have a few of those, or you can even do it as their language. So like a testimonial that they've given you, take it from the videos below as an example, um, where it says like, I was able to do this, I was able to do that. And then have that even just as a written quote at the top here. And three of those on this kind of area is just gonna help blow up social proof before someone has to take all the effort of scrolling, you know, below as an example. So that's always fantastic to bring a little bit higher in the page. Now, um, on the flip side, I said authority before, that generally means like, what were you featured in? What awards have you gotten? That's kind of authority. So if your gym has um, been able to get any kind of outstanding publication or um, result or award or anything like that, then that's also a, a, something that you can include to just reassure the visitor that, hey, like this is the gym that I should go with because they are outstanding at what they do. Hope that makes sense. Obviously, Chris, let's just say they haven't got that. Like obviously authority can also be that Michael's been in the industry over 10 years and had X amount of people go through and achieve these results. You know, so he can be talking about how long he's been in the industry or I think yes. the other point you were saying, I was just uh, on the whole showing of results. And for me, it's like, it kind of grinds my gears, but I know it's important <laughs> um, from a marketing point of view, but it's that whole like, you know, in six weeks, um, 
we, we promise you to lose eight kilos and blah, 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 like these silly offers, right? But I think more so in terms of results, it's important to show like maybe just like, um, depends how you want to position it, but what initial results look like, right? Like, so for example, we've got Leah here who's, or T, like they're, they're you know, really good trainers and they focus a lot more on obviously, you know, food and the gut health stuff and then getting their movement right and training them and getting their girls strong. And then as a byproduct, only in over like 10 weeks, they'd actually lost six kilos, but they, mm. you know, so they can present it in a different way, the initial result. So you could obviously just, they could show the initial result or they could show like the kind of end result of like 12 months even. Yeah. So it's just them knowing that, you know, you can use those different op options in your testimonial. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, I don't think there's any complications if the customer or the client's saying it, right? Like if it's a direct quote from someone else, then brag away. Like it's not you bragging about yourself, it's other people bragging about the results that you've helped them achieve. So just make sure that you have it in your workflow when you work with clients to get feedback on what you've helped them achieve. And I, I'm I'm pretty sure that most of you guys would be trying to do that anyway. But it's, it's important, you know, like people understand exactly how you can help them. Um, and if other people are telling them from their perspective, then it's gonna just like, oh, it's not Chris brag bragging about Chris, it's other people bragging about Chris, you know, as an example. 100%. Um, for all you guys here, just actually like have a structure and just regularly ask because they won't just go, I'll give you a testimonial. <laughs> just yeah, ask. No, yeah. Definitely ask. Um, yeah. At the end of challenges, like get feedback forms at the end of, you know, a trial period or like uh, uh, any any kind of like event. like Or when they share a win, right? Like, like Michael, I know these guys do their, their regular weigh-ins with like four point five impedance stuff, which is great, but they might also just tell you a win. You know, they might just be letting, oh, you know, I finally noticed this, I put my belt on and, you know, I feel like I've lost like two inches, you know, grab it then and record it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so with this next section, this, this one, two, three, four, I love this. Like uh, if you can try and um, bring it down into three, potentially, I don't know how like, in, in, like impactful this is in terms of like your actual business thesis and, and whatnot, but generally like three is a, a better number here, but uh, the only other feedback here is like that it's just kind of cut off so you might need to just bring it in a little bit and or just go like one two three four like in like a square kind of thing so it's like Can I ask you a question two. about that sorry sure. so on every device the website is obviously scaled differently so if yeah. i was to open this on my apple desktop it looks crap <laughs> but if i open it on my macbook it looks great so it's not cut off or anything but on yours it's cut off so when I edit it, it's all perfectly aligned inside the grid and everything, but you're not seeing it like that. And I don't know why. Yeah. It, that's it the last may, thing you want to It's likely because it seems as though the, this content is actually outside of the building area, if you will. Like it's, it's kind of scaled beyond. The grid. Like everything else is scaling with the page, but this particular section isn't. Looks like this isn't scaling as well. So yeah, it, I'm not too sure like in specific um, context to Wix, um, but that's just something I would check. Like it, it may just be like this content is trying to be full width or something like that. It, I, I don't have a direct answer for that. Sorry. Just something to check anyway. It's like the super technical stuff. Yeah, yeah. With videos, I, I said I'd mention something. Um, if you can, it's always a good idea to have a video here, but have a, a thumbnail on top of it. So like use a custom thumbnail on the video. Um, and in most platforms like Wix, what will actually happen there is that 
the website will only have to load the thumbnail and then it won't actually load the video until someone clicks. When even if you have a still video like this, this web page is trying to load all of these videos preemptively before even someone clicks on it. And that can actually adjust your page load speed. So it's a good idea to use custom thumbnails for every single one of your videos so that the page only has to load the image thumbnail and not the actual video itself. And should, um, on the back end, should I say that it automatically plays so it catches their attention or should I let them click the video when they- No, let them, let them click the video. Um, this is awesome. I would like honestly link up your like platforms here. So like link up Google, link up Facebook, link up my body. And then people can actually click and read more if they want to. Yeah, like these guys also have a free group and whole other things they can be driving people to. Yeah, so that yeah. Kind of so leads. If you even if you have like multiple call to actions, like maybe the the biggest one here is that you want to drive someone to a free group and build the authority, trust, and and whatnot rapport over there. Like that would be a perfect one to have in your header here. Okay. Like right here, and then the rest of the page can focus on that signing up for a trial. But like this is top of mind all of, all of the time kind of thing. Um, I usually like to do it as a final call to action as well. Like, you know, connect with us. Um, you've got to get in touch thing. Um, you know, want to connect directly with us in Facebook, you know, click here um, to join our free group where you can learn X, Y, Z. Where's their like calendar link to actually just book in their diary and actually have a call? I like that. Yeah, so all of these buttons are too subtle. Like even the white ones. Yeah. Um, I would, I would probably like use some shadows on the buttons as well, like some subtle shadows, um, make them green and then just make them pop out quite a bit. You like, you want a button to look like a button, not just like a piece of text. Even even though like when someone hovers it, it does change and whatnot. Um, it's important that they stand out more than the other content on the page. So yeah, I mean, I mean, generally like, I don't have a ton of feedback. I'd just say like load speed, make sure that call to actions are consistent and clear. Um, and then you're, you're kind of well optimizing the page for different devices and, and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, I think you'll generally have some really good results there. Um, so, so can I just ask Chris, cause I'm sure there's gonna be a thing these guys would love to ask, but we might be opening up a can of worms in the last 10 minutes, but uh, SEO optimization, obviously utilizing their blog and just getting this up the scales and being known. They're in obviously in an area, Chipping Norton and being searched as a trainer in that area. How do they kind of get that up the ranks? Are there any kind yeah. of hacks, things you can let them know? Absolutely. Um, so the biggest thing that you guys need to do is create a Google My Business if you don't have one already. Can like I that ask is... a question about that though? So we sure. do have Google, we've got 94 five-star reviews. Now with yep. that though, does it link back to the website? Does it get us traffic? Is it? Is yes. it, we're pressing it pretty hard for clients to leave those Google reviews and we've been doing a lot of them recently and it's grown a lot. So oh. I'm wondering if it actually all works together. So I don't know if you guys actually have a Google My Business. Yeah, we do. You do? Yeah. Why did not come up? Yeah, so we've got this here. When I search UAF, this is what shows up, right? This is fantastic because it links to the website it shows the reviews, it shows the time, the information, everything. Like, So yeah, this is very important. Everyone who doesn't have a Google My Business on this call, that's your first thing to do after this call if you don't have one. Make sure you link it to your website as well, which in the setup process, you will. Have as much information on there as possible. Um, give a good description, even give some call to actions in the description as well. You know, like join 
join a trial here or you know sign up for a no obligation trial here as an example and that can link them back to the website or the specific offer that you have running um, it's very important that this is set up and um, when it comes to seo and optimization like this is probably the first thing that google looks for before they try and show your website you are in shipping norton right let me see if i can shipping norton uh like fitness let's have a look okay cool so you guys show up as like the number one fitness place in shipping norton you don't show up necessarily as the first website but you are showing up as the first google business this is a google my business thing here um and that's really good you've got 10 years in business you show all the five stars like this is fantastic um and so like if someone was searching suburb and fitness you're going to be literally the first result that they see so you've done a fantastic job there and like getting google reviews is probably more important than facebook reviews or anything like that because google is where people search for yeah. trying to find things um in terms of websites you guys are almost dominating here as well so this 365 performance which potentially may be a bigger brand than you guys you yeah. can probably confirm yeah um, so they've probably spent a lot more money to try and optimize this stuff than you have. Um, you guys are like the second and third results here with social and with website. You've done a, a fantastic job in general, um, optimizing everything. So if you want to continue to like, you know, make sure you do this. Like if you create a blog, create relevant um, topics on fitness, weight loss, health, etc. Um, and just start writing some content there. Like maybe publish something once a week, nothing crazy. Um, ultimately, the, the, the goal here is that when someone searches for um, lose weight or anything like that, you want to have content around that so that your brand shows above other brands and that will help you rank in Google for those kind of search results. One thing I really want to do is we're in Chipping Norton, but a neighboring suburb is Moorbank, which we also want to kind of dominate. We've had a lot of competitors pop up and they've taken members and things like that. So when people search Chipping Norton or Moorbank, I want us to come up, but in Moorbank, we don't exist. Is that Moorbank like that? Yeah, Moorbank, that's it, perfect. They're literally like two minutes down the road. So okay. we're disappearing. Yeah, okay. So ultimately, this is where you can start to have uh, a bit of fun. Um, I would suggest uh, that if you're not ranking here, uh, Definitely the, the thing to do is try and build that organic content. Um, maybe include more bank. You can, probably can't do it in your location, but you can probably do it in your website potentially. Create some content that specifies more bank somehow. So, you know, you might write some blog posts around that or even just like say like um, now opening challenges for members of the more bank suburb, you know, just try and, try and include that in your content. Um, but ultimately, the, the, the best thing here to do would just to be to run some PPC ads. And that means pay per click. These are essentially free ads and free advertising on Google. You only pay for any visitors when someone clicks on your ad. So you can run these ads as much as you want. You'll basically show up. There's no sponsored. I can't see any sponsored ads here for more bank fitness right now. Um, so you could literally run an ad and be like the first result here. Okay and it will show ad and you won't pay for that until someone actually clicks on that ad. Um, and so I can't really get into the weeds of doing a Google ads um, or PPC, but Google actually has a ton of content um, free and available. What I might do is actually send that to Mark and Mark can share that with you guys 
um, and that will hopefully empower you guys to run some Google ads. And then that way, even if you're not controlling a specific suburb or a specific keyword, you can actually go ahead and bid on more bank fitness, more bank and fitness. And so when someone searches that, you're going to come up as an ad for that and, and be a top result, essentially. It'd be like more bank personal training or whatever. Like, I wonder what they search. I would honestly say that like, because you guys aren't the, you're, you're like suburb set to something else. That's probably why you're just not showing. So is one, what Chris was one of the things like in the, in maybe I'm getting it wrong, but in back in the day, like when you created posts as well, like whether you're saying, you know, in the Chipping Norton and Moorbank area or, but then even like within your text or your blog, like it's like almost like invincible or tiny at the bottom or whatever, like, does that help it? Like. No, not really. No, 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 that's like old, like black hat, gray hat, like SEO tactics. Um, mm. And it needs to be truly relevant. And, and the main reason why Google is showing others beyond you, because there's ultimately more relevant options for people. You know, maybe that, you know, these other companies don't have the same level of reviews that you guys have, or they're, they're not as established as you. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, like someone's searching for a specific suburb, there's gyms in that specific suburb. So that's more relevant than your gym, which is in a different suburb, even if it is five minutes away. So that's kind of Google's algorithm and logic behind showing these results over showing your results. So that way, if we want to dominate an area, we can just do ads and then that will like will show up as like, hey, this is a top result for you trying to get traffic in this specific area. Sorry, Chris, um, does um, social media have any effect on Google? Yeah, social media does. Um, and I'll show you here why. So, and it's generally, it comes down to the, like your pages. So ultimately you've got like the social proof here. If you also have a Facebook page, you know, it's important that we include all of the relevant information on Facebook as well. But if we have re re you know, reviews on, on Facebook, that's just like a double up of like, hey, these guys are established here and there, and this is the social proof for here and there, being Google and Facebook. Um, and it's just another way for you to be uh, like at the top of the results, essentially. So it's not as important as Google, but it does have a, a, an underlying play in, in the over, overarching result, yeah. I was just thinking in terms of like, if you're on Insta and Facebook and you keep tagging yourself at Morebank, in relation to the business, would that have any effect on? I keep tagging more bank as a the area, location. yeah, or, yeah like, or even just yeah, just even like you know when it says your location, like if you're sitting in a more back cafe or something and you're doing your admin or whatever it is instead of in your office, hmm. and you put the post up about the gym, but you tag more bank because you're in a cafe in Moorbank or something like that, I don't know. It, yeah, it may. I don't, I'm not sure I have the answer for that one specifically, but it may. I always hashtag Moorbank just in case something happens. <laughs> Cover the bases, I don't know. But um, yeah, we definitely want to dominate Moorbank. That's a, that's a goal of mine. Because there's a lot of uh, lot of gyms in that specific area that, you know, uh, take away a lot of our client base because, uh, yeah, it's a good area. Yeah. A lot of uh, the, the, the uh, what would you call it, the demographics of the people that are in the area. They're very wealthy. There's a good opportunity there, 100%. So, so Chris, uh, any final questions just to make sure Tanya um, and Michael that you've got that covered? 
or have we covered most of it? I mean, there's a fair bit of homework there for you. <laughs> I'm excited. excited. I think everything that you said, Chris, was just on point. I I love it. It's stuff it's stuff that I can actually action. I understand it. So yeah. it was very it was good. It was relevant. Thank you so much. But in cool. terms of um, you know, click funnels and that, how does that relate to uh, I don't do landing pages. Yeah, I, w I wouldn't worry too much about that. Like I would say like optimize your stuff for now. U ultimately, you don't need a this platform or that platform. It's just the process and the intent of what you are asking people to do when they visit your website. So ClickFunnels is just a, a platform. Um, so you can achieve the same thing on Wix. And ultimately the goal is like, how do we get a sign up and how do we like uh, nurture this sign up so they get an amazing result with us and they feel well looked after and all of that kind of stuff and so if you just have that intent in mind and you drive someone through a customer journey with that intent then ultimately you're going to win you don't really need this software or that software um at the end of the day i think um like the basics when you always look at this and i think these guys we, we, we spend we're spending a fair bit of time just very much drilling into their the, the people they love to work with their niche and really thinking about them in mind with everything with their content so obviously with their website look guys if you if you've got it i'm really wrapped that you got what you needed today um obviously for for, for chris and, and we'll work on it but this is something that if you if you wanted to have someone write your copy and speak to someone like i know what i'm like but i've written a lot of copy and worked a lot with marketers for example and every time i thought i'd written a masterpiece it's, it's, it's just not even near the mark ever i don't even had that experience writing but yeah like I'm, I'm i'm more a talker than i am a writer and then even when i have my stuff transcribed i'm like i have to have it rewritten again <laughs> so um writing is a whole nother thing so there's so many elements and i think i think one thing for you guys that I've, i i really enjoy, i really love the branding of it i think it just like needs some reworking but i also yeah i love that there's a this continuity in it and I, it does really talk to someone the type of person your imagery talks to the type of client it's just making it all on point and, and kind of work together. So um, that was great feedback for me. Guys, what I would really love is if you really enjoyed this with Chris, is that you're able to ask questions. So we're gonna create a QA and a section around this because Chris, I think that, that was absolute gold. And for guys that want to, to go off and have, you know, maybe it's more specific around funnels or it's different things that they can look at. Because one thing we want to do is give a lot of value to people so they can go off and either do it themselves or they can come to us and just say, guys, just, you know, I'm busy, just do it for me um, at whatever level. I'll make sure that you guys get some feedback. We might be able to do some Loom stuff. I know Marat, you guys have got other ones. So maybe we can do some little short versions of this with yours. But Chris, mate, thank you so much for your time. And I really look forward to bringing you on, yeah, like in the in the coming months. Thank you for your time. Um, do you guys want to just thank Chris? Is there any one final question or anything you need to ask before we wrap this up? Because I just want to make sure you guys have got what you need. Is there one that's burning question that you guys are sitting there and you want to ask? Are we able to reach out to Chris to get any sort of like, uh, extra, if we do come across any extra support that we need, like on that sure. perspective, um, Daniel, you know. There's my email in the chat. You guys can just send me an email. No worries. Thank you. Thank you. And this is what I love about working with Chris is because he's just a genuine dude who gives you really good advice uh, every time you chat to him. So um, thank you, mate.